welcome to the Cincy Slangin' Bearcat Podcast. I'm Coomer, and this is just a quick introduction for a bonus episode that we are dropping this week at Cincy Slangin'. Hummer and I were chatting a few weeks back about the fact that he's coming into town for the Murray State game. For some background, Hummer and I both graduated from the University of Cincinnati back in 2011, and both of us basically moved into different cities across the country ever since then. So we've both been somewhat detached from the tailgate scene at UC since we were students back from 2006 to 2010, 2011. Um, It's a co-op program, all right? Didn't take us an extra year. It was the co-op program. But thinking about this, it made us wonder if it was a good idea to have a few different tailgates come on the podcast and and chat about their tailgate and give us some information about the options, Bearcat students, Bearcat fans, alumni. Where can you go to tailgate, and what does the tailgate look like for Cincinnati Bearcat fans in the year 2021? So we had Mike on the podcast from the Republic of Cincinnati. We talked to Brandon from The Den. And we talked to Quinn Vu uh, from Rally Cats to get a, a little bit more information about the grid, uh, chatting about what their tailgates look like, a little bit more information about tailgating for Cincinnati Bearcat fans. Honestly, it's just a fun way to, to meet different folks from different groups, uh, build some relationships, and provide you some recommendations on where you should take your talents, uh, your partying talents for Cincinnati Bearcat tailgates this upcoming season. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it helpful. Thank you very much to Mike, to Brandon, and to Quinn for taking the time to share some information with us. Without further ado, let's get into our guide to the grid. We are now joined by Mike Galati, the leader, CEO, founder of the Republic of Cincinnati. Mike Thanks for joining the Cincy Slang and Bearcat podcast today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I, I don't think that I've ever uh, really thought about a title, but <laughs> yeah, no, we, we try to be as democratic as possible. So, you know, I, I don't think anyone likes to claim, you know, ownership or leadership, but yeah, I mean, I guess somebody had to buy a trailer, you know, once upon <laughs> a time. So, so I guess that, that defaults to me. That's great. That's great. When guru, we'll work on the title. We'll, we'll work on that. I'm sure people All won't right. be too offended. But Mike, we're doing a bit of a preview or a guide to the grid of sorts uh, to kind of preview the tailgate season for this upcoming Cincinnati Bearcats football season. And when you're surveying the landscape about who you should talk to when it comes to Bearcat tailgating, I feel like Republic of Cincinnati is the first name that comes up. So maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about the history of the Republic of Cincinnati as a tailgate. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, actually just came to the realization, I don't know, a week or so ago that this is actually our 10th year together as a formal group. So it uh, kind of started out, there were a bunch of us that all had season tickets over in section 117. And and we actually still have a number of guys and girls that are still in that area. Um, but ultimately, it just kind of it was groups of friends that became larger groups of friends. And, you know, we started hanging out together. Initially we were in the lot behind Bogarts. So over off of Corey. Um, and then it just, you know, it started to grow. And then of course, um, I think kind of the turning point for us was the year that 
Nippert was shut down for renovations and we moved down to Paul Brown Stadium. And, and I think that's where it kind of started becoming, you know, we really need to formalize this. And of course, that was uh, I think the final season, if I remember right, was 2014, 2015. Um, so ultimately bought the trailer in 2015. That was the return to Nippert. And, and you know, we had some friends within the administration and whatnot um, that, that I don't know if I should use the word courted us, but, you know, kind of said, hey, you know, you guys should bring this party to campus. So I decided to move to the grid. Um, The trailer, to be perfectly honest, kind of day one, the the whole objective was we didn't like the idea of that little drop off roundabout, you know, where you, you pull into the grid and you have to carry all of your stuff. So we just thought, you know, this is a portable storage container, you know, for lack of a better word. Um, And it's just kind of grown from there. I mean, every year we we try to add some more gadgets and a little bit more fun. And, you know, I, it started out, you know, 10 years ago, we were, uh, you know, either in our early thirties or, or late twenties for some people, you know, our lives have changed a lot over the last decade. So, you know, we, we try to make it very family friendly. Um, but that's not to say that bottles of Boone's farm don't still get passed around from time to time. <laughs> and it, it has to, if you're going to be a proper tailgate, it's still got to get, get a little bit weird at times. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, we haven't um, tried that in the COVID era. So, you know, that we might have to change that a little bit this year, but True. we'll see. True. You've got to, yeah, there's, there's, there's protocols that you have to put in force for that type of passing. Um, right. I guess I, I'll tell you, Mike, I'm doing this from the perspective of someone who graduated from UC back in 2011 and then basically moved away from Cincinnati after that moved back just before COVID and so I haven't really experienced a proper Cincinnati Bearcats tailgate since leaving college. Um, so in terms of where you're at, how it's positioned, um, this, this is essentially used as like a, a how-to of sorts for folks yeah. like me who haven't really been involved in the tailgate scene as much, um, just selfishly turning it into, into a podcast. But where, where are you guys located on the grid? Like, is there a specific area that you kind of hold down every year? Yeah. So ultimately what the grid is, I mean, is literally a grid of um, mostly like 10 by 10 pop-up canopies. Um, So essentially they set that up and then there is an access road between the grid, which is Sigma Sigma Commons. If you're familiar with campus or, you know, you're listening to this and you want to look at a a map of campus um, in between Sigma Sigma Commons and the dorms that run parallel with Jefferson, there's an access road. And I don't remember exactly how many spots. I want to say there's seven or eight of these uh, grid alley spots where it's for larger tailgates that have some sort of a, a larger presence, whether, um, you know, the guys directly, I guess, south of us, uh, they call themselves Beargate. Shout out, Brandon. Uh, they've got a, a big, you know, I think B-class RV that they pull in. Uh, there's kind of the OG guys, Lucy Gate, that are right on the roundabout. Um, and then it kind of works its way down. And I, I think you said that you'll be talking or you've already spoken to the guys from the den. Uh, they've kind of partnered up with some of the, I guess what you would say, kind of OG tailgaters, you know, is the guys that, that had a, the first Bearcat tailgate trailer, you know, 12, 13 years ago, or, or perhaps longer. I'm sure I'll get some text after you publish <laughs> this thing, uh, correcting me, but um, yeah. So basically it's, it's kind of a, almost a a perimeter on one side of the grid of just larger tailgates. So it's kind of, you know, if 
if you come down to the grid and you want to just venture, you know, maybe you're, you're walking around with your six pack or, or whatever it may be, you don't necessarily have a tailgate home. Uh, any of those tailgates will welcome you with open arms. Um, otherwise, of course, I mean, there, there are various smaller groups all throughout the grid, you know, and, and you're going to encounter a little bit of everything, you know, fraternities, sororities, various clubs on campus, uh, alumni, football players, you name it. I love it. So I want to, I want to kind of give you an opportunity to share more about the trailer. You mentioned it a couple of times earlier. I've seen the updates online that you've got a lot of work going into this. I know you're spending, you know, every waking hour, I think of extra time <laughs> you have in your day, making sure this thing is in tip top con- condition for the upcoming season. What's the, what's the the situation with the trailer this season? What kind of upgrades are we seeing? Uh, tell me a bit more about it. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I've got a super forgiving and understanding wife. <laughs> it lets me blow a lot of money, um, you know, and, and spend a lot of time on this thing. So, so kudos to her, but no, the, um, the big upgrades for this year is uh, we installed kind of like a um, four by four camping awning on the side of the trailer. And, and more than anything, it just gives us a little more versatility as far as uh, quick setup, quick teardown, you know, and, and this thing, I, I forget the square footage of coverage, but that in addition to three pop-up canopies that, that we travel with, I mean, we're going to have coverage this Saturday, you know, assuming it's as hot as, <clears throat> excuse me, as it has been over the past couple of weeks, you know, we're going to have coverage for 50, 60 people in the shade, you know, so that's always key. But you know, more than anything, just kind of want mobility. We really built this thing with road trips in mind, you know, and, and of course this year is key. We are taking it to both Bloomington and South Bend, you know, so you really don't know what sort of uh, amenities you're going to have when you show up and, you know, we, we've tailgated all over the place, you know, whether it's a golf course in Ann Arbor or, you know, that middle of nowhere, you know, in some of these, especially these big, big 10 towns, you know, where you're going to walk a couple of miles. Um, you know, so it's just really trying to, to make it as comfortable as possible. Um, but we've got, of course, the canopy, we've got a 50 inch TV. Uh, it's all powered by a couple of, uh, six volt golf cart batteries, you know, so we try to be as quiet as possible. Uh, we did load up the generator last night just to make sure, you know, if, if the batteries fail as, as they have a couple of times in the past, you know, we don't want to be left high and dry, you know, with hours <laughs> to go before the game starts. No, that would be tragic. You can't have that happen. For sure. Um, so what's the kind of, what's the vibe like at uh, Republic of Cincinnati? Is there, do you guys like have your own music playing? Uh, what's, what are the tunes of choice? What are the drinks that you guys uh, are typically, uh, you, I think you mentioned one earlier, but you know, what's, what's, what are kind of the selections that you got going on there at Republic of Cincinnati? You know, it's a little bit of everything. Um, we've got about an eight hour Apple music playlist that might have a little bit of everything. You know, I, I think the, the core of us are all late thirties, early forties, you know, so you're, you're going to hear a lot of uh, late nineties type music, um, pretty much all genres. We, we tend to stick away from uh, uh, country only because there, there's plenty of that on the grid. If that's what you want, you can find it, but you're, you're probably not going to find a whole lot of that in ours. Um, otherwise, you know, generally from a, a you know, drink standpoint, you know, we try to keep it relatively simple. Uh, we've, we've got ice cold domestics. We'll have a bunch of water and non-alcoholics. I mean, it, it, it kind of over the past few years, and of course we haven't gotten the group together since 2019, 
but I think at, at last count, we had something like 15 kids under the age of 10, you know? So like I said, we, we've had a lot of life changes over the past years when, or 10 years when we started this thing. Um, you know, so obviously we're all out there to have a good time, but, but we're, we're kind of just making it as welcoming to everyone. Um, you know, and, and I would even say along the way, you know, over the past 10 years, we, we've kind of almost become that ambassador for visiting fans. You know, it, I remember the University of Miami when they came to town, we had all kinds of these, these crazies there, um, you know, and, and I, I hope they remember us because, you know, we were certainly laughing at them during the game. Um, but we, we've got a, a group of guys that were UConn fans. And, you know, of course, we, uh, we, we feel terrible for them. You know, the, those individuals, not necessarily, you know, the, the rest of the school or fan base. But, you know, it's, it's just been it's a lot of fun. Yep. Yep. And then, and you're coming up here on, on probably the, the biggest season in, in Bearcats history with, in terms of expectations. And then I think you, you just mentioned it, but the fact that there's been essentially a two year layoff from the tailgate scene, I feel like people are going to really come back with a vengeance this year and you're going to get a, a wild bunch uh, coming back to the tailgate scene. What's the Absolutely. one thing, what's the one thing you would point to that, and maybe we'll kind of wrap this up, but the thing that you point to is what, what makes the Bearcat Bearcat tailgate scene special. You know, I think it's unique in that, it, you know, our, our urban campus, we're so just confined to a small area. And if you would have asked me that same thing 10 years ago, I kind of hated it. You know, I, I, we, we wanted to be our, in our own place. We, you know, we've liked being off campus, no rules, you know, do whatever we want. Um, but it's just, it, it's so intimate, you know, you're, you're there and, and there's nothing that I love more than, you know, it's an hour before kickoff. And, and you just happen to look out over the grid and there's just thousands of Bearcat fans. I mean, that, that was, you couldn't even fathom that, you know, 20 years ago, you know, it, and everybody has the story of, oh, you know, I went to Nipper stadium and, and I could lay down and not be near anyone. Um, but that was reality, you know, or, or let's face it. I mean, there, there were a lot of games 20 years ago that you would go to and then maybe dip out early because there was a, a, a bigger game that you wanted to watch on TV that's not UC anymore, you know, and that's exciting. And, and the fan base has really kind of bought in over the past five, 10 years. And I think we're just going to con- continue to see that grow. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I can't wait to come by meet you guys in person and get to experience it firsthand. How, how can people support the, the tailgate? What's the way they can support you? Or do you collect a certain amount of money per season? Do you ask for donations? How can people support Republic of Cincinnati? So you can go to republicofcincinnati.com. We, we've got t-shirts, we've got koozies, some merchandise here and there. Um, otherwise, you know, if you want to drop by, no obligation, but we've got a little donation box. Give as much or as little as you want. You know, ultimately it's just going to kind of keep things going. And, you know, the group itself will, will kind of make an initial, you know, everybody brings a case, drops it in the cooler. You know, we've got a, a, a back stock, but, you know, the more we get, we just kind of reinvest every week. and. You know, if, if we have some at the end, we'll save it for the championship game. And, you know, if, if we can do it, we'll be towing this thing to a, a playoff game. I, I think we're only in Indianapolis this year. So a, a nice little trek up 74. We might as well just claim the state of Indiana this year. <laughs> we're taking it. I feel like we're taking yep. it. And Hummer and Joe and I were talking last night, uh, I think on a podcast that comes out in a day or two. But the, the vibe is the energy we're bringing into this season is we're going undefeated, bring that energy, bring that enthusiasm, bring that expectation. There's no reason not to this season. Yeah. And what do we have to lose? 
Let's do it. All right, Mike. Well, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast and talking about Republic of Cincinnati. I know you also run 513shirts.com. I highly recommend folks check that out. I personally went and grabbed the, uh, we've got the power back. I'm, I'm forgetting the exact expression, but uh, looks like we got the power back Mason Madsen, Mason Madsen special, uh, which I yep. personally love. I might have to rock that this Saturday at the tailgates. So Mike, I appreciate it. Anything else you want to plug before we let you go here? No, I think that's it. I mean, I, I you know, thanks for putting Joe on this season. He, he's a, a regular at our tailgate, great guy, knowledgeable, um, you know, and, and he certainly helped get some publicity for our, our group. And, you know, we appreciate what you guys have done. So thank you. Oh, it's been a blast. Joe's a great guy. Glad we finally got to meet you and get you on as well. Um, and Mike, we'll be, we'll be seeing you soon at the tailgate scene. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. We are now joined by Quinn Vu, Director of Membership for the Rally Cats at the University of Cincinnati. Quinn, thank you for joining the Cincy Slang and Bearcat podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I've been listening for a um, few years. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate that, man. And honestly, the honor is ours because um, I, to be in the presence of someone who, who worships at the altar of Kenyon Martin like I do. Um, but you back it up with one of the most sick Jersey collections I've ever seen. Um, it's, it's, it's an honor to be in your presence, sir. So please, please let us, let us be the thankful ones here. Quinn, I'm having you on so we can talk about the rally cats and your, and their involvement in the grid. This episode is essentially a guide to the grid, um, talking to some of the big entities involved with the tailgating scene for the university of Cincinnati I think rally cats, the biggest reason that we probably need to talk to you guys is you have a special advantage above the other groups that are, that have a presence on the grid. What's that, what's that special feature with the rally cats? So I was honestly surprised about this when I joined as a freshman, but we, the students are the only ones allowed to sell beer on the grid, which I thought was crazy. You're letting a bunch of kids, I mean, kids, uh, Everything's legal. Everything's legal. Well, we're, we're legal <laughs> adults. Uh, everyone's of legal age that has to, to handle and pour and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I was I was very surprised. So yes, we are the only ones allowed to sell beer on the grid. So every game is packed. It's um, we're working working our tails off all the way up until kickoff. So are we talking like baseball stadium prices, Kings Island prices? Like, what's the deal here? How affordable is the beer at the Rally Cat stand? Ooh. Um, so I, I know we it have, um, it probably doesn't matter. Cause if the only person selling oh yeah, it, we're going to buy it regardless. Uh, I know we have like our, the standard, we have like Bud Light, um, some shock top, like we have our basic truck, which I'm, I think those are, are fairly cheap. I don't exactly remember the prices. It's been, uh, you don't need to know the prices. Tell us, tell us a years. little bit about what you, uh, what are you guys typically going to have on tap? Like what's, what's the selection look like with at the, uh, the, the beer stand for rally cats. So we, we have two trucks um, for this coming one. We'll have two trucks. We normally have a basic how to work truck um, with, yeah, I guess Bud Light, uh, some shock top. Those two very basic on, um, I guess they're kegs and they're on tap. And then we have, we will also have a Ryan guys truck. Um, and we've selected, this is four. I have, I have some notes here for, for this, um, for this first, 
first game. Later down the line, we're, we're exploring our options, seeing um, seeing what else we've got since is uh, it's been a long time. So um, Ryan Guy's truck will be having Truth, Cheetah, Wowie, and Sunspan Shandy. So uh, I'm not a beer aficionado. I actually only just turned 21. But uh, if if those are big to the Cincinnati community, then um, th- that's what they are. Just turned 21. Just had your first sip of beer. Congratulations, Quinn. Thank you. Uh, that sounds like a pretty solid selection. I mean, you can't really go wrong with Ryan Geist, and you got four pretty good options there. Do this? Does the the profits from the sales go to the Rally Cats organization? Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, we have. Uh, I'm. I don't really know how well how all our finances are set up, but um, there's like school money, and then there's also like our money, and we make a. I'll, I'll just say we make a pretty decent amount off of this, and it all goes back. It all goes back to um, the organization trying to make the best game day experience for students as possible. Bus trips, uh, just anything we can do. That the money just goes right back into making. Bearcat student section as good as it can be. I love it. I love it. So are you one of the 6,000 students who purchased season tickets for the season? Oh yeah. I, I got it right away. They, they dropped the email. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking the risk. I remember my freshman year, I had no idea what was going on. Um, I didn't buy any tickets. I was sitting with my uncle um, amongst the regular crowd. And I'm just looking over as a freshman, looking over at the student section, going crazy. I'm like, man, I cannot miss out on this for the, the rest of my my college years, it's it's too good to miss. Glorious. I mean, this is and this is gearing up to be uh, a hell of a return to the field this season uh, for the fans. That is, given the fact that large, you know, I know they started letting some fans in at the end of last season, but the tailgating scene certainly wasn't the same. I don't think that they had the the same presence. So we're two years in the waiting. Rally cats back in action. Drink for a cause. Visit your stand drink for a cause where are you guys located on the grid so we're right next to um the lindner college or the business building we're the first if you're headed from the stadium down um, the street so if you're at the stadium you pass the engineering research center and then you also see the business uh the new business college we're right at the corner that corner of the grid uh i'm not sure the official street names but that's where we're located right there. Um, there's usually food trucks around our area too. So we're at one, one corner. So you, you say you got a corner like this, we're here. There's some food trucks running along here. So you got your food, you got your beer. Uh, we also have soda for everyone, uh, for kids. So you got your food and your beer right there. Um, see, what else do we have? We, we normally have a cornhole out. We'll have some cornhole games out. Um, Normally the beer lines kind of just overtake that area, but uh, we'll try to organize that. Um, we have cornhole competition out. What else? Uh, can jam, just, you know, little um, lawn games too. Quinn, it sounds awesome. I can't wait to make my way out there, support the cause, buy a couple drinks. And uh, I'm sure you guys are excited to get back out there and have this source of revenue back, but also just the good times rolling with the tailgate. Oh, absolutely. So. Any, any final things you want to plug about the rally cats, anything big you guys got going on that you want to make sure you're mentioning? So I believe, um, students should have gotten an email maybe a day or two ago announcing 
bus trip to Notre Dame and Indiana for students. Uh, we will be in attendance, of course. The Rally Cats will be there bringing the noise. So if you're on the trip, cheer with us. Uh, we'll, we'll be having all of our typical Bearcat cheers, you know, down the drive. Always got to have that. And, and if we win, no, when we win, when we, we, win, we will when. be ch- uh, chanting the alma mater at the top of our lungs, just like at the ECU game, our last, uh, our last trip. So yeah, I can't wait to see everyone out there with us too. Yes. And Quinn with the, with the self-correction there, everybody needs to be bringing that undefeated energy the entire Absolutely. season. Absolutely. We are winning every single damn game this season. It's going to be yeah. amazing. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Quinn. I appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit about the rally cats. I'm excited about your guys' presence on the grid. Um, you're certainly invaluable given, given the services you provide. So, sir, thank you again for, uh, for jumping on the podcast with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Quinn, you could, Hey Quinn, you want to plug your Twitter? Where can people find you online? My Twitter is at Quinn Vu 720, I believe, uh, Q U Y E N V U seven two zero. I have consolidated my Twitter down to purely Bearcat stuff. So I'm not going <laughs> off the rails. Uh, I was kind of crazy a few years back, but yeah, I, yeah, it's just mostly talking Bearcat. Um, sometimes you'll see an update on my Bearcat jersey collection or my Kenyan jersey collection, but yep. um, a selfie with Melvin Levitt or an Ussie, as they say in Ted Lasso. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm, one thing I'm trying to do, I'm trying to collect, well, not, I guess collect selfies with like, all the players. I, I, I got one with um, DeMar way back, like my sophomore year. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what, what are the odds that I can get one with like the starting, say the starting lineup from 2000 or something like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, any player I can find, I know Melvin Levitt was like from 99. He graduated like right before that. So right. but Melvin Levitt's big. I know, I know Steve Logan is in Cincinnati and I got to find him. Got to get a picture <laughs> with him. And I mean, from what I've heard, uh, Kenyon is pretty happy with the coach now. If he comes back in town, I've, I've got to get his attention. Do you have one with Leonard Stokes yet? I don't. Okay. I have, actually, I have not seen him around either. Like, which is kind of crazy. But um, yeah, at, at the the basketball games, I'm I'm always trying to search. I know, I know at um, what was it called? Midnight Madness. There was a whole group there, but then they didn't announce them. I thought they were going to announce all these uh, legends. Yeah. So we, that was one of the first podcasts. That was early on in our podcast days. That was something we brought up was the fact that, look, if you've got James White, Steve Logan, Leonard Stokes, if these guys are in the crowd, bring them out in the middle of the court and let us give them an ovation. Like we want to celebrate the greats uh, of Bearcat basketball past and football. So I think, I feel like the current administration is going to do a better job of those things. Um, you're already hearing a lot of different things swirl around with regard to honoring past players. So, um, yeah, I don't think we'll see those kind of oversights in the future, but I'll, I'll do my best to help you out where I can. I'm getting those ussies. Definitely. Thank you. All right, Quinn. Appreciate it. Uh, check out the rally cats at ucrallycats.com. Um, Quinn mentioned his Twitter handle and find them on the grid, grab yourself a beverage and support the rally cats. Thank you. Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. We are now joined by Brandon Trame. Brandon, are you the are you the sponsor or the the CEO of the Den Tailgate? Tell me about <laughs> what's your official title with the Den Tailgate. 
I just organize it. That's that, that's all that I do. Um, the CEO makes it sound super official. <laughs> um, the, chief, the COO, maybe the chief organizing there, officer, something like that. that yeah, there we go. Um, we actually are a, a bigger collection of a bunch of, of UC alumni and friends. Um, we're kind of the, I'm on the younger crowd. There's there's some early 2000s grads that bought the trailer that we use um, right around the Brian Kelly era. So it's just kind of a big a big group of, of uh, UC fans, really. Nice. So I've kind of offline, I've kind of given you the indication of what we're doing here. And we're basically mm-hmm. doing a, an episode to introduce folks who like me maybe aren't you know haven't lived in cincinnati for the past 10 years and aren't affili- aren't, aren't super informed on the tailgate scene um but also just bring some awareness to what's happening before football games if you want to head down to the stadium early and yeah. catch a couple of drinks and have some fun with some big uc fans so maybe just to start here give me sort of a summary of the den tailgate when it started sure uh, what inspired it whatever you want to chat about yeah, so I I think to your point about just tailgating at UC in general, it's um difficult compared to like going to a Bengals game or you know a stadium that is surrounded by a parking lot. Um, it's not a standard tailgate scene. the The biggest or most dense uh, lot that you'll see is actually on campus on Sigma Sigma Commons, which the athletic department calls the grid. So. Some people can buy a $300 plot, like 20 by 20 grid plot. Um, and then other tailgates like the Republic of Cincinnati, the Den, there's a couple others that have larger rigs, like either a trailer or a bus. And uh, we have spots on the little service alley by the, the big glass dorms. So that's been, a, that's been around for probably about a decade, I'd say, is when the athletics really set up the the grid. Um, and of course, as the team has, you know, been having success, um, it's, it's popping down there before games. It's, it's a whole lot of fun. Very nice. Very nice. So is this, is this sort of like a bounce back season after a quiet year last year? I I suspect that the tailgating wasn't too great in 2020. Yeah, we, we didn't do anything. Um, we, we had a couple events with our, our friends at the growler house. They were able to, um, you know, COVID, COVID safe, small crowds, but we didn't, the trailer was in storage pretty much all, all throughout the fall. Um, so our theme this year will be kind of a playoff of friends, like a friends reunion. Uh, Cause I definitely think it'll have that, that feel once we get down um, for the Miami game in a couple of weeks. So how many people do you typically have down there at the den tailgate? It could get crowded, uh, you know, good weather, good time, Saturday game. I've never really done a good head count, but I've a couple hundred, um, couple hundred people. And the way that we do it to kind of promote and, and have it um, be open is I sell season passes for $20 and you could call it a membership for, or a dues or whatever you want to call it, but just really um, just collect all that money and then put it right back in for as much drinks and food and supplies that, that we can get and that we need. Have you ever been able to swing any sort of like sponsorship for the tailgate? That was something I lived in Austin, Texas for about seven years. And, uh-huh. You know, their football team is much maligned. It's, it's overhyped. It's never really lived up to the expectations that they have <laughs> down there. But I will say this, their tailgate scene is incredible. Uh, oh, I can imagine. Their, their tailgates were typically sponsored. You have, 
um, you know, al alcohol distributors who are, who are providing drinks for the occasion as sort of like a, hey, come to this tailgate and, and yep. on Shiner, whatever the case may be. Has, it, has that come to Cincinnati at all? Has your tailgate ever been sponsored? It, it, it's been tricky for us. Um, I'd have to probably think down in Texas. Either they don't care about some of the laws or maybe they just rewrote them for, for <laughs> Texas football. Um, we've always struggled to, to really put a lot of effort into getting like a legit sponsorship because um, one, we're not a business or anything. Like we're just an idea really. Um, right. And athletics takes care of all of the proper you know, permits and whatnot for the grid. And they, they do bring in a beer truck and they bring in some food. So anything that we were to, we would do separately, we're trying to be stepping on their toes. Um, but we have had some good partners in the past, really for our away games. So this year we will be at the Growler house in Walnut Hills and they've been a great partner. Um, so they'll do some drink specials and, and whatnot. Uh, we've had Braxton, um, Taft's Brewing Company has, a, has been a good partner in the past. So it just kind of comes and goes. When did you go to UC? Graduated in 15. Okay. So I was there for the Brian Kelly years. And then I guess for the Tupperville years as, as well. Yeah. I mean, you, you were there for a bit of the dog days then I imagine not quite yeah. the worst, the worst years necessarily, but sort of like this, uh, it's a period of time that I don't think many people look back on and think about much at all. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the early years of then too. Um, so we, to your earlier question about how many people do we get the first year when I started doing it, I had about 110 people buy season passes or, you know, members, I guess. Um, what was it like 2017? The team was pretty shitty. Maybe it was 2016. I don't remember. We had like 80. So we've definitely seen that ebb and flow. Um, I think we're going to get to over 200 this year. So the more members you have, I imagine you can get a little bit more aggressive in terms of adding things or, or just having better supplies, whatever the case may be. Um, anything you're introducing this year for your tailgate that maybe hasn't been around in years past or, or new ideas you're bringing to the table? Um, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, we did, we did do some trailer upgrades, um, since we had the time over the past year. So we got a new TV in there, which is great for, um, you know, watching the pregame, before the tailgate, you know, for those that can't get tickets, whatnot, we know we'll have the game playing um, on the on the lot uh, for those that don't, you know, can't go in. Um, we will get as much food. So the way that we do it for food and drinks is if you want to come in and, you know, park somewhere else and just grab a six pack, we have big community coolers that you could just drop, you know, drop something in. Um, and then as much money as we that we can raise, I'll I'll get different types of food throughout the year. It might be pizza on an easy day. Maybe we'll do something more fancy. So I try to have homecoming earmarked as, as the big money game, I guess we'll say, where we'll do a little bit more for that. Um, just given that it's a good, there's a lot of good kickoff times this year too. So sometimes it's just been a struggle for us to get a lot going for like a noon kickoff or a Friday game. Uh, but we have a lot of Saturdays and a lot of 3.30 kickoffs. So that's, a lot of time to get the tailgate going and uh, we'll have a DJ. Um, so our friend DJ Mike Hall, Mike Wazowski is what he goes by. Um, he'll be the entertainment there all, all season long. What's DJ Mike's uh, vibe? You know, what's he playing? What's his, what are oh his coaches? He, <laughs> he's an electric factory. Um, he used to be a bear cat. Uh, like he used to be, uh, well, I don't know if I'm, you know, the bear cat has 
different the bearcat roles. like the yeah. bearcat yes he was he was a part of the mascot crew um so he's got a lot of energy and uh yeah he he, he has a good time very nice very nice is the is the grid generally like a family friendly place is it a place where you can tailgate bring kids comfortably how what about the den for sure for sure it might get loud here and there um but definitely i mean there's games going on uh it's <laughs> i think some people have been um over the years like giving it pause thinking it might be like a college frat party and uh you know it could it it could have that element here and there but it is it is family friendly for sure so do you guys have banners up? Is there a specific place within the grid that you find that you find the den or is there uh I guess they should probably start by following you on Twitter at the den you see, correct? Yep. Yep. That's my bear touch burner account. Uh, the den you see, um, where I direct people to find us is if you go right to the break of the, um, two glass dorms right in the middle of them, there's a staircase that goes down to the commons. And we are right there on that corner. And we'll have a flag flying, start our den logo up. So I love it. All right. Well, we'll we'll kind of leave that there then for the for the tailgate conversation. As I mentioned before, you can find you can find the den pretty easily on Facebook. You can also find you guys on Twitter at the den you see. Yep. And uh, it looks like Instagram as well at the den you see. Well, everyone, make sure you go check out the den at the grid. Again, they're on Twitter at the Den UC and Instagram at the Den UC. Brandon, I appreciate you taking the time and, and putting together this guide to the grid for us. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Take it easy, man. You too.